Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I'm your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. Quick housekeeping here. Remember, on Thursdays, it's just me speaking about something that's trending in the health and fitness community or something that I touched on with a previous guest that I want to elaborate on. The next few guests coming up, we have, let's see, Jenny Cortano, I believe is in two or three weeks from now. She is a physical therapist who specializes in pediatrics and neurology. She's also sort of moved into more of a functional medicine space with adults. So that was a really fun conversation, and I'm excited to release that. We have Heather Hausenblast coming on. She has a PhD in health psychology. So we'll be talking about everything from why people work out, why they don't, why education just isn't enough when we need more than that, why social connections matter in your in your health, and how damning that could be if you're, let's say, someone who's very isolated. That's also a very fun conversation. That should be out next week. And then maybe in between there or after that, we'll have on Andrea Bell, who's going to give us, uh, let's call it a State of the Union. I know that's in my mind. That just happened the other day. Uh, a State of the Union of the Health and Fitness World, because the Global Health and Fitness Alliance, she has a hand in and the IHRSA annual report. So she will be telling us about what is going on in the world of fitness and literally the world. So it's not just America and it's not just the West. What's going on in the East? What are trends? Where's the money being poured into? What, you know, How did COVID affect things? And I'm, I'm interested to pick her brain about all of those. Uh, have Truly Fit t-shirts left still. They were going like hotcakes at first and then they were slowed down. So we still have maybe one box left of shirts. If you reach out to me on Instagram, just go to Steve Washuda on Instagram, send me a message, say, hey, Steve, I'd love a shirt. Tell me something you'd like about the show or something that you would like to hear on the show. And uh, any sort of feedback, give me your address, give me your shirt size, and I will send you a shirt for free. Today, I want to talk a little bit about why it's important, important to analyze your client and build a program specific to your client to get the best out of them. We know that adherence is the reason why people stick to diets. It's the reason why people stick to anything, right? Building healthy habits, they have to adhere to them. And I know that might sort of sound more than obvious. Yeah, obviously, if they stuck to it, they adhered to it. But but really, to get people to adhere to something is the key. How do we get them to adhere? Well, we don't make it a task. That's number one. We don't make it something that they absolutely hate, that they think they have to grind through all the time. Because most people, not everybody, but most people, studies have shown, are unlikely to do that if they feel like it's a grind. So we go slow. We don't go zero to 60, one step at a time. You're running a marathon. We're not going to run 13 miles and then, and then the next day run 26 miles. We're going to take it slow. You're going to run a mile. Maybe you'll rest a day. Then you'll run two miles and so on and so forth. And you know, with the Super Bowl coming up, there's talks now, I believe what was trending recently was former NFL quarterback turned analyst. He played at the University of Texas. His father's the famous Phil Sims, who was a quarterback at the New York Giants when they won the Super Bowl. And he said something to the extent that you know Jalen Hurts, who's the Eagles quarterback, is one of the easiest jobs in the NFL. Specifically, his quarterback position is one of the easier quarterback positions in the NFL. And a lot of people uh, were butthurt about that. But I, I think that's that he's paying respect, sort of an homage to the to the system, to the coach, to the rest of the players, to the team, to the offensive line, to the two dynamic receivers they have. And that's how we have to think of our clients. What other support systems do they have? What is the easiest way where I can make them successful without pushing them to an area where they're going to fail? How do I make them successful? What is around them? And what else can I put around them to ensure their success like the Eagles have ensured 
Jalen Hurts' success. They put a good offensive line in front of them. They have dynamic play calling and, and two great receivers on the outside. They have a good running game. And these things help a quarterback. Well, what helps our client? First, analyzing their skill sets. Much like they analyzed Jalen Hurts' skill set and said, you know what? He is very strong, stronger than probably almost any NFL quarterback in the league as far as his powerlifting is concerned. So he can take a hit. We can run the read option. That's going to give us some more choices because we can we can put him out on the perimeter and he can lower his shoulder. We're not necessarily worried about him getting hurt. He's a big, strong guy. So they use that to their advantage in their play calling. Well, with our clients, we have to analyze and say, okay, what? where is our advantage? Maybe we look at something like their schedule. When do they get off work? When do they start work? Oh, we have a client and they work 10 to 6. They have no kids and they work 10 to 6, five days a week. Okay, great. Now you know that most likely, provided you ask them if they're a morning person, if they're okay with working out in the morning, you have really great time frame for them to get a good workout in the morning, come home, shower, and then go to work and, you know, and then go to work and, you know, you know, go to sleep at a, a reasonable time and, and have a, a normal life. And analyzing the small things like that is important. You have a, maybe you realize your client is hyper competitive and they actually do better when they're working with a partner. And they can see someone else and they push themselves a little bit more or they're in a small group fitness class or a large group fitness class. So what do you do? Well, you push them towards that. Maybe you have a client who loves martial arts and kickboxing. They used to do it when they were young. Well, if their goal is weight loss, maybe you find a way to integrate that on a regular basis so that they enjoy it. You have to find ways in which your client is going to enjoy exercise and that this is going to be an easier process and less of a task. Yes, we do have to make sacrifices. But for most people who are not trying to train to be Olympic champions or win some sort of competition, this is still just a slow grind anyway. We're not trying to do it as fast as we possibly can. So ultimately, to adhere, we have to slowly get them to enjoy this. And one way we do that is by analyzing them, assessing what is not only best for them, but what they like and integrating it into our game plans. And if you're in the general population, the same goes for you if you're developing your own game plan. If you're someone who says, hey, you know, 2023, I said I was going to start being healthier. I haven't. It's now February. I've sort of, I've given up. When you start back up again, remember, you have to start doing things that you enjoy. If you enjoy playing couples, doubles, tennis with your partner, go do that more often. If you really enjoy just disassociating and hopping on the treadmill and walking on an incline for an hour, well, then start doing that. You don't have to worry about hitting the weights right away and vice versa. If you're someone who just says, hey, listen, I love to lift weights. I love, I feel great when I do sets of three and four. That's just what I'd like to do. I like to lift heavy. I like to accomplish these things and I don't want to do cardio. Okay, well, you know, make sure you have, you know what you're doing. Find a trainer who knows what they're doing and that's the route you can go. But to push an ideology on yourself, if you're the general population and say, oh, I read this, this, this is going to be great. I know that this works. Is not good. You have to first assess yourself and say, it's not that this does work or not work. All of these things work. Almost all diets work. <laughs> Almost all exercise programs work in some respect. But will they work for you? That That's the key. Will they work for me? And the only way you'll know that is if you enjoy it. Because if you enjoy it, you'll adhere to it. If you adhere to it, you'll develop the good habits. You'll continue to do it. And through time and consistency, you will succeed. There's a term used in football. It says... Do you have the Jimmys and Joes or the X's and O's? And basically what that means for anyone who's not familiar is 
is it the play calling that's doing this or is it the players that are helping you win? Usually it's a, always a combination of both, but sometimes, you know, it's, let's say in basketball, it's more about the Jimmys and Joes, less about the X's and O's. And in football, I would argue it's the opposite. It's really more about the X's and O's and less about the Jimmys and Joes. But anyhow, I digress. You know, coaches will sometimes have a philosophy. It is rare nowadays that coaches only have one philosophy. You typically see it more on the defensive side of the ball where they say, hey, we only run 3-4 with a rover. Let's say it's a safety that comes down from the box. And, you know, we only run our DNs at a whatever, a, a five technique, or we only run our DNs at a nine technique. And coaches will have philosophies that this is how they run their specific defense. Or maybe on offense, they say, hey, we're going to run everything off of this. We're going to run everything off of the read option. We're going to run everything off of X, Y, and Z. But typically, they're more flexible these days. But that's really in college and certainly the pros. But in high school, you'll see these coaches who are just dyed in the wool. There's only one way to go about it. And they don't assess the team. They don't say, where is my best player? How do I make sure that I develop him and the players around him to be the best team we can? And not just use whatever system that I think I have made my system to work in all cases. Sometimes you have to step out of your comfort zone and say, how can I make this work? And that's the same thing we have to do with our clients. Maybe your comfort zone is specifically Olympic lifting. Maybe your comfort zone is specifically body weight and TRX and bands. But at some point, you're going to have to step outside your comfort zone if it's better for your client. If you see everything through the guise of your philosophy, you're doing it wrong. You have to analyze the client and say, how do I get that client to their goals? The fastest, easiest, safest, best way in order for them to also adhere and stick to it the most fun way. Not just how do I convince them that my way is the right way and this is the way we're going to do it and I'm going to teach it to you. That's that's not working with people. That's talking at people. There was just a great documentary that came out, Bullies of Baltimore, about the 2000 Ravens. Well, 2001 is when they won the Super Bowl since the Super Bowl is always after January. But they had very famous players, considered the greatest defense of all time. They had four or five shutouts in the regular season. And during part of the season... They have a head coach, Brian Billick, who was very smart, but also very arrogant and a little bit stuck in his ways. He came from Minnesota Vikings with a very potent offense, two of the greatest receivers of all time and Randy Moss and Chris Carter. And they were throwing the ball all over the place. They actually set the single season record, I believe, for most yards at that given time. I'm sure it's been broken now. But uh, because of that, he was somebody who had a philosophy, sort of pass first, pass always, and they had a sit down. They had a sit down after they had a with the defensive players with some of the Ray Lewis and Tony Saragusa and some of the captains, and they said, "Hey, listen, we don't have the quarterback right now. This is before they inserted Trent Dilfer into the lineup to be running this style of offense. We have to let the other teams make mistakes. We have to play off of our defense, which now we know is the greatest defense of all time, and we have to run the football. We have to start running the football." They had a guy named Jamal Lewis who was fantastic, and that's what they did. They, they switched up what they did. They have a guy in Brian Billick who literally helped set the single-season yards record with the Minnesota Vikings, who loved to throw the football, who put his ego aside to say, you know what, my players and my defense, they need me to do something different because if we keep throwing interceptions and my defense keeps going back on the field, not only are we not scoring, but my defense gets tired and then we're going to lose the game. We have to come up with a different approach stylistically and he decided to swallow his ego his ego and start running the ball more and this is why they won 
the 2001 Super Bowl, the 2000 Ravens, the greatest defense of all time. And this shows what a good coach is. And that is the same thing as a good personal client comes to you and says, hey, listen, I just love salty, crunchy things. I absolutely love salty, crunchy things. Don't, don't take that away from them. You're not going to put them on a keto diet because they obviously want some carbohydrates. That's what most salty, crunchy things are. So we're not going to take them. We're not going to put them on a keto diet. You, you have to think about the individual. It's not the one philosophy that I'm, I'm pushing on everybody. It's I'm analyzing the person. Right? I am the coach. I'm analyzing my players. And how do I get the most out of my players? I don't just run the read option. I don't just run the triple option. I don't just run the spread offense. I will run all of those and I will combine all of these when the time is right, given it is proper for my team, my teammates, like it is our clients. Sometimes we will be low fat. Sometimes you will be uh, <clears throat> high fat. Sometimes you will be in a caloric deficit. Sometimes you won't be in a caloric deficit. Sometimes you will be doing Olympic things. Sometimes you'll be doing more cardio. If you say we're never going to do this and I only do things this way, you're now you're fighting against the individuality of every person and all of their characteristics. Do you understand how much harder that is to assume that people who are all so different, they live different lifestyles, they go to work at different times, they have different family dynamics, they have different relationship dynamics, they have different genetics, they have different food preferences, they have different finances. You're going you're gonna to have one ideology and try to put that onto everybody? Good luck. You're going to fail. It's much easier to assess the person Easier as far as success. It's actually much harder to do. It's longer to do. That's why people don't do it. But as far as success is concerned, it's much better, I should say, not easier, to assess the individual and then build a game plan that, that, that is not about one specific ideology. Yes, you can have baseline philosophies, but you can't have only one ideology to help your person. Just like the Eagles don't have one ideology on what play go about. They're going to do what is best for their quarterback and their team at any given time. Yes, I make a lot of sports analogies. Who doesn't these days? But the Super Bowl is coming up, and I hope everyone enjoys it. I will see you hopefully on Monday after the Super Bowl for the next Truly Fit Podcast. Thanks for joining in, guys. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform, and feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.